Hey everyone. Hey. Welcome to Too Legit to QT, where you can get it done with Tish and become the best version of yourself with me, Koya. Today we are so excited because we are here with our friend, our brother, Ade Chike Torbert. Welcome to the show, Ade. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Well, in our previous episodes, our last two episodes, um, our past guests, they made me show my hidden talent, which is um, I'm classically trained. I used to sing opera. Oh, um, wow. So, yes, they made me like bust out and say, oh, really? OK, well, go. So I decided that today um, we're going to have Tish um, and you show a hidden or secret talent. So, Tish, you could go first. I don't have a hidden talent. I'm pretty much a <laughs> you can book. share a fact. You can share a fact. It's something something unique that you do. What is what is some I need to know? I'm pretty much an open world book. That's okay. All right, Aday, do you have any hidden or special talents? We know that you are an actor and dancer extraordinaire. But before we get into all of that, we know that you are going to rise to the occasion. <laughs> tell us. Tell us what your secret or hidden talent is, and maybe you can uh, encourage and motivate Tish to do the same towards the right. end of the day. It, 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 we could possibly collaborate with this secret hidden talent. You know, back okay. in the days, in between dance class and my academics, I'm in a lunchroom beatboxing. <laughs> I'm in the locker room beatboxing. So I'm going to hit you with a little. Hey! Hey. I love there that. There we go. That was amazing. <laughs> so you went to the prestigious LaGuardia High School. It's LaGuardia, yeah, LaGuardia High School. It's, yeah, yeah. Art. it's an art school. It's an art school that they modeled fame after, right? Oh, it was yeah. Kind of, oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that's the fame um, school. Yes. What is like what inspired your career in dance first? Because you're a trained mm -hmm. dancer and then um, and then acting. Wow. So, you know, to be honest, when I first got into dance, it was that was my parents. They were hmm. they put me and my siblings in class. I didn't, didn't even have a any idea if I it was something I was good at, something I was capable of doing. And that moment, I'm like, I want to be on a soccer team, football team, basketball. I want to be around the fellas, you know, I felt so alienated. But once I started hearing those drums, I just, there was, there's something that just resonated within me and I just immediately connected to it. And we were doing African ballet, hip hop, jazz, tap, Dunham, modern, contemporary, just everything, just soaking up everything like a sponge, boom, 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 boom. And I really didn't have too many, too many people that I looked up to when I was younger. It was just a genuine love for it. Just my family, all my family members did it. All my favorite friends and people, we were all dancing and we're performing and we just felt special. We just felt like these special little people. Like, oh man, yeah, we just performed this, this crazy show at the at Carnegie Hall. And I'm going back to public school on Monday. Like, dude, <laughs> we're, we're doing, Showtime at the Apollo. Mm. We, we're winning three weeks in a row and I'm coming back to school. Nobody knows until a teacher comes and goes, hey, 
were you on the Apollo last night? And I'm like, oh, yes, Miss Arnold. Everything changed. Mm. Everything changed. Every time my teachers found out my ability, for some reason, my grades improved. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, what's How? I'm like, why didn't you come to the show freshman year? That would have solved a lot. You know, you helping me out as a senior. I could have, I could have used you. <laughs> you know, but honestly, getting into LaGuardia, once I once I started dancing and I became like a preteen, I'm like, all right, I'm, I think I can do this. Like, I, I, I no, I, I want to do this because we were already performing. My brother was on Broadway and bringing the noise, bringing the funk, at 14. Oh. He lied about his age at the audition. Had to be 18. He booked it at 14 years old. Oh. Had to have a. a teacher, a handler, all these things, but got it at 14 years old, performing with, with grownups. So I'm seeing him backstage every night, just like, are you, this is, this is insane. Savion Glover, I'm just soaking up all of this stuff and just like, it's possible. This is my brother. If he can do this, then, then I can do this, you know? And my bro older brother, phenomenal dancer. My sister's a great dancer. My younger brother, phenomenal dancer. That honestly lit my, it lit the fire. I'm like, no, I have to carve out a name for myself, man. And one of my strengths is I'm, I'm versatile. So I'm like getting into LaGuardia, I'm like, this is a place that breeds champions. So this is where I have to go. So I auditioned, I, I'm, I was not as good as I thought I was. I mean, I get in. We audition, I make it into the school. We have a placement class and I'm like, oh, let's go. Boom, doing my thing. End of the day, you know, they got that list up. Like you see the movies, they got the list up on the wall to see where you place. So of course I'm looking at the advanced list. I'm like, okay, oh, my bad. I, it's probably last names first, you know, okay. Look at it again. I look at that list about eight or nine times. I'm trying to change the letters. I'm like, come on, man. And I'm just dreading turning my head. I look over and I see my name. I'm in the ones and I'm like, oh, wow. And it just was a massive shot to my ego. But mm -hmm. I needed it. I tell you this, I sat there, right? And I'm looking at this list and I say, you know what? By the time I graduate this school, I'm going to be one of the best dancers to, to ever leave here. By the time I became a junior, I, was, I, I knew that this is what I wanted to do. I'm like, oh no, I, I want to be a great dancer. I, I want to travel the world with this. I, I, wanna, I wanna be able to access all the opportunities that I'm dreaming of. So I have mm -hmm. to apply myself. And I became a completely different person. I wasn't, mm -hmm. I didn't hang out, I didn't go to the movies. I was in class, I'm stretching 24 seven, literally changing my body. I'm going to yoga, I'm at the gym, I'm in class after class. I'm in programs on the weekends. Body is just, I'm literally changing. Mom, push me between, between the bed and the wall. I'm trying to get my split. Just literally wow. changing my body. That by the time I was a junior, I was in two pieces in a senior concert. I'm like, oh, check. I manifested one of them. Like, okay, we, we, let's see what happens next year. Right? Mm -hmm. Craziest thing. Two weeks before my senior year, our house burns down. Oh. Our house burns down. Electrical fire, complete freak accident, crazy. Life just goes, and I'm like, oh my God, of all the years, how can, this is my senior year. This is so important. How, what am I gonna do? And I'm just freaking out. I get in, I get to school and I'm just, I don't want anybody to know about my situation because I don't like 
feeling like a victim, you know? So I'm just, but everybody knows, a day, oh my God, we heard what happened. Yo, so sorry. And the head of the dance department, Miss Mathesius, an absolute angel, covers all of my um, college, like admission, like the fees to, for like my college applications, handles everything. She's mm -hmm. just, I, I need clothes. She has a, 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 a open account at Capizio and says, take you and your sister there, get whatever you want and um, mm -hmm. put it on my tab. I'm just like, whoa, she's just giving me money, just literally looking out for me. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I didn't even know this lady liked me. I've been so focused on the work that I didn't realize anybody had even taken notice, mm -hmm. you know? So they really just, they really held me up and throughout my senior year. So I owed it to them to carry it forward after my graduation. You know what I mean? And then we get to dance scholarships. I had, I probably took home 98% of the dance scholarships. I'm literally there mm -hmm. sitting here with awards in my hand, talking to my mom and I hear, Ade! And I'm like, oh, uh, 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 thank you, one second. Like, oh, snap, another one, this is crazy. This is crazy. This, I'm, I'm just sitting here like, I can't believe that I, I actually made it happen. Mm -hmm. I actually made it happen. So from then on, I'm like, if, if I'm ever going to speak something into existence, I have to put the work in. Mm. It's not going to happen from wishful thinking. It's going to happen from discipline, dedication, perseverance. It's it. That's the only way I walk with that energy to this day. Mm. I'm a worker. I'm going to put that work in. If I'm like, all right, if I want, if I want to do this, I got to put that work in. All right. So I went to college, Boston conservatory, two years there, I was absolutely miserable. And it, I'm not even blaming the school. I just think that it wasn't for me. We're going from New York City to Boston. It was a massive culture shock. Mm -hmm. It was so close. So we thought it was going to be similar, but it was it was not, you know, and I think just my energy was just a lot as a dancer. You know, I, I was just a lot to for people to process, you know, people like you have tattoos. You're mm -hmm. straight. Yeah, I don't, how does that work? I don't, you doing ballet? Hey, I'm black. You, can we, and can I'm we and black, right? and black. Like how, and then, and then I'm good. And then we got my friends there. It's, it's like five of us black and the best dancers coming in just crushing it. And it's just like, we became known as the New York crew. And I'm like, why are we the New York crew? Why can't we just be the New Yorkers? Why is it a crew? Why is it a, a gang? You know what I mean? So, it would be, it would just, it would, we went through so much. We just didn't have anybody to advocate for us there. There was nobody that could identify with what we were experiencing. So all of our grievances were falling on deaf ears. So I'm like, I got to get out of here because this is making me not want to dance. I had teachers telling me that I had a teacher pull me over and say, you don't have dance in your body. Yeah. You just, you, you need to go find a studio where nobody knows you and start from scratch. This is sophomore year in college. This is after graduating from LaGuardia. I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm going to Alvin Ailey. I'm like, but I'm here on full scholarship. And you're telling me, so I'm like, I don't know what you were trying to accomplish from telling me that, but if it was trying to hurt me, it worked, you know? So I took the, that hurt and that pain and I just used it as fuel. Cause I'm like, I have to make these people eat their words. I have to make them eat their words, you know? So. We go from this college, I, I transferred to another college, New World School of the Arts. And I run, the crazy enough, the dean from my college in Boston went to college with the dean from the college in Miami. 
So my first day there, I walk in to meet the dean. He goes, hey, just got off the phone with Yasi. And I'm like, all right, well, it's a pleasure meeting you, sir, but I will not be coming here. Take it easy. Uh, have a good day. And I walk out. He's like, whoa, 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 calm down. I said, sir, I'm calm. But there's no way that woman said anything positive about me. So I already felt like I was coming in with pe people waiting for me to prove them right versus being mm -hmm. embraced and welcomed. You know, we, we're coming in. They're telling me, hey, you're coming in as a junior. We moved to Miami and first day of school, they tell me, oh, actually, we're going to have you start as a freshman. Uh, we're not sure if you'll be able to handle the work. And I had to take that L and sit in the back of a class fresh with freshmen, with my sister, who was an incoming freshman. Mm -hmm. So I got two years experience and I'm here with my sister and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. This is crazy. Um, I, I power through that for a year and I'm going, I can't do this anymore. I don't, this makes me not want to dance. So you know what, I'm just gonna leave the dance program and, and get my, um try to get my associates or my bachelor at least and just, focus on the academics, right? My financial aid, I'm waiting for my financial aid to come through. It says it's coming through tomorrow. Today is my final deadline. Mm. I go to the office, the registrar's office, right? And they tell me, oh, nope, sorry, no more extensions. I'm like, ma'am, I just need 24 hours. I literally just need, not even 24 hours, 12 hours. It's coming mm. through tomorrow, like midnight. Sorry, no extensions, we, we, we're not giving out any more extensions. So I'm like, so you're telling me I can't go to school? She doesn't say anything. I'm like, you're telling me I can't go to school. This is not my choice. So that's literally how I stopped going to school. I'm working retail at the time. I call my manager. I say, hey, so I can work full time now. So for me, I literally put dance on the back burner. And I'm just working retail. Like, oh, I guess that was a part of my, my childhood. I wonder what my adult life is going to be like. I had no, no idea at that point. A couple months later, after working at the, at the shop, I see there's an audition for Alvin Ailey. And I'm like, oh, this is my ticket back to New York and back to dance. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Awesome. This is it. So I just start, I don't tell anybody I'm auditioning. I start just taking ballet class. I'm taking yoga. I'm in the gym. I'm running every day. I'm, I'm working out. And I'm pumped and excited and ready for this audition, right? And... This just shows you how disconnected I was from life, just living in Miami in this bubble, right? I get to New York, I get to the audition, and they go, all right, guys, go take your headshots and resumes. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. I'm so focused on a dance. I'm like, oh my. So I'm sitting here incredibly embarrassed because now I feel and look like an amateur. And there was so much, I remember pulling up to Ailey and all my friends going, oh snap, Ade is here? Yo, Ade is here. I, I, I'm like, oh, it was this energy in this butt. I'm like, I'm about to book this. I'm about to take this home. I'm about to take it home. And I get in there and I carried the, the weight of shame for not having my headshot and resume. And they said, even if you don't have one, you can fill out this generic form and we'll take a photo of you. But I felt so small. I'm seeing all my friends that I grew up with that are going to Juilliard purchase, marry him out, just Fordham Ailey program. And everybody looks incredible. And I'm in there like trying to hold my own. I'm doing it at the bar. Boom, boom, boom. Soon as we get to the center, I, my mind just blanked. I'm literally in this audition. Just my body is, I'm literally like body is just doing things that I, I, I get cut and I'm just so ashamed. 
so ashamed because one, I want to leave Miami, but I don't want to leave Miami with my tail between my legs. You know, that's how I felt like, oh man, I'm quitting and I'm moving back, moving back to my mama's house. You know, I want to be able to say, I'm leaving mm -hmm. Miami to go join this world-class dance company. So when that doesn't happen, I'm crushed. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta make a decision. Miami is not giving you what you need right now. So the best thing you can do is to come back home, right? And I still was wrestling with that decision because I had a girlfriend at the time. We're in Miami, we got an apartment together. And the best thing that could have ever happened happened. Corporate like cut the hours, the work hours in the store. We were making too much money. So they cut our hours like to the point that it wasn't feasible. I couldn't make a living working here anymore. So I, I remember going in and telling them that I was leaving and it was the hardest thing because they had become my family. And I, I was shaking. I remember shaking. I waited up until the last day before I could put a two weeks notice in because I had already booked my flight. So I, I had waited up until the last, and I'm like, oh, I have to do it today. I have to do it today. I have to do it. And I literally walked in like, hey, um, I said to tell you guys, um, I'm gonna be moving back to New York, and I'm and they're like, no, no, no. So it was just so uh, so disheartening. But at the same time, I knew that this was these were growing pains. I was making a a, a grown up decision. I'm I'm doing what's what's best for me, even if it's not what's popular, you know. So I I moved back to New York. I'm working a retail job just to make money, and I see auditions for So You Think You Can Dance, and I'm like, mm. and I'm like, ah, and then I hear a voice that says, "Hey, put your money where your mouth is," because I would watch the show. And I used to be like, man, I'm better than this cat. I would dust him. I'm you're trash. <laughs> Come on, man. I would smoke this dude, man. I end up auditioning for the show. That was a, a crazy experience in itself. Mm. I didn't I didn't really know what I was walking into. You know, I'm coming in as just a dancer. Like, oh, I mean, it's reality TV, but you got to know how to dance to be on the show. You can't really gimmick your way through this. But mm. reality TV is reality. I didn't realize the monster that I was entering. I'm coming in here literally like just green everywhere. Like, oh, oh, wait, oh, oh, okay. Oops, oh, oh, oh. So uh, that experience really just broadened my horizons. It gave me incredible insight into the industry. It gave me the toughest skin of all time because reality TV, everybody watches it. So after you did, um, so I think I can dance. Yeah. Um, what what kind of like catapulted you into like doing more television? Oh, so here's the thing: the 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 seed was planted on the show. Mm -hmm. See what's planted on the show. It's crazy. I I had a really difficult time just on the show. I just like I said, I walked into a a, a world that I was not fully prepared for. So I was in there just like I lived like living and learning, adapting in real time. Like oh, okay, that's how you do this. Okay, okay, this, the cameras are always on. The mic is hot. Okay, boom. All right, uh, learn this. This is this is how fast this process is. We're not getting mm -hmm. a week to learn this. You're literally getting a day and a half, and then you're doing tech rehearsal and fittings, and then interviews and it's it's a monster but at mm. the same time every phase throughout that process makes you stronger when i did the first audition i'm like wow this is the hardest thing i've ever done boom i get to vegas i go oh this is the hardest thing i've ever done vegas day two this is the hardest thing i've ever done day three this is the hardest four five then i'm like oh this is why they put you through this you get on the show you're like oh if you can't survive this you're not going to survive it on the show mm. right so i finally um this is so funny I'm, I'm in a show, we're probably like two months in 
and I go to the producers and I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Um, why are you gonna let me dance with somebody black? <laughs> because I'm like, yo, there's um three black people, there's comfort, there's twitch, and there's our day. I've danced with some people twice now, and I'm like, what's up with that? I just feel like I should have there that should have happened already. And they're like, oh no, 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 it's not like that. Uh, 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 you're reading too much into it, right? But I, I just felt like because I'm like, yo, there's just a, a a connection that I know that if we it you put us together, some we're gonna create something. And sure right. enough, right? Sure enough, within those next few weeks, I pull out the name out the hat and I get Comfort, who is my homegirl, my sister, beautiful, great dancer from Texas, um, Nigerian, and just just such a beautiful soul, right? So I'm like, oh, me and Comfort? I'm like, oh, this is a rap. We're about to get busy. Comfort is hip hop. So I'm like, I've been waiting for something to showcase that part of me where I could show them my energy and just my power. Cause I was getting a lot, a lot of beautiful lyrical and contemporary dances, but I didn't get the chance to really get off. So I'm like, here we go. Hip hop with Comfort. We got Nappy Tabs choreographing. Then I'm like, what's our song? What's our song? What, what, what song we dancing to? They said, oh, uh, Fallen by Alicia Keys. I'm like, what? So I'm like, I love that song, but I'm like, I'm trying to get busy. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I need some Buster Rhymes, you know, I need something, you know? So I'm sitting here like, oh man. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, listen, man, this is bigger than me. Let's just, just come in. And this ends up being the biggest moment for me. So we're in this rehearsal for Fallen. The piece is not even really that deep at first. It's, it's about like infidelity. Like I'm supposed to be coming in, lipstick on my collar. I come into the apartment and she's packing her bags about to leave me, you know? And when we're in rehearsal, we're shooting the package and they wanted to have a shot of her slapping me in slow motion, right? So we're gonna get the shot of her slapping you in your cheek, right? So I'm like, okay, we do it. But after she slapped me, they decided to implement that into the piece and it just, the piece just kind of took on, just, it just kind of grew on its own. It became now this piece that was talking about domestic violence. Mm. And it kind of just happened in that way. So now as it's going, they're changing the choreography, things are becoming, now the piece has this, this heaviness and this weight to it. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's like poetry, right? And I kid you not, I remember I'm backstage and Comfort's out there. I'm, I'm looking at her. We're in, in commercial. Comfy, I love you. Let's get it. Oh, let's, let's rock it, right? And I'm in the wings. And as soon as it started, when I walked out, I I didn't see, oh, this is Comfort. We're about to go do this dance. I saw my girl on stage hurt, and I had to fix it. I, I I can't even tell you the dance moves I did. I don't. I just remember being so concerned, and so I don't remember dancing. And we're going through this piece where it's so much emotion. And again, I'm dancing with somebody that's like me, and I'm like, we are connected in a way that's just beyond our understanding. And we're dancing in this piece, and we get up to the part where she slaps me, and. When she slaps me, my body, I just start like, I'm like, what is happening to me right now? Like, I'm literally crying. I'm like, I'm like, what the? I literally turn up stage because I'm like, what, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? I, I, what, what, what is this? What is this? I'm like, and I, I look at her and I realize that she's going through the same thing. 
Mm. And we just walk over to each other and we hold each other to the point that they're like, all right, Chief, come on down here, talk to the judges. But we are so <laughs> locked, everybody is locked out. We are just in a spin. I'm like, whoa, you look at that footage of me and I don't, I don't even know what the judges are talking about. I don't care. I'm just, I, I, that feeling I said, whatever that was, that's what I'm chasing. Mm. Mm. Whatever that was, I need more of that. I'm like, that just was, that was, and I can't really fully access that with dance because I, I'm dancing. Mm. So for me in that moment, that was the moment that the actor in me was birthed. Mm. So mm. after, so you think, I'm like, I'm on TV. Boom, I took a year off of TV. I did Broadway, I did Fay Lau on Broadway. Traveled, mm. traveled the entire country, incredible. I needed to just get back to dancing from my soul and just hearing those uh, that incredible music and this this beautiful message of, of a fighter somebody who is resilient and just multidisciplinarian you know and i'm like man this is i, I want to be on my fela ish you know that i want to be on my fela tip you know so i finished fela and i'm like all right that was cool i'm trying to make this tv money because that tv <laughs> money is really nice so i want to how can i get back over there you know what i mean i want to get back over there so I um I wanted to audition. There was a show on NBC called Smash, which was about like Broadway and these musicals. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get on anything that's dance related. So season one happens. I my agents at the time didn't even send me in for the audition. Mm -hmm. Right? And they had sent me in for a pilot in Los Angeles that I flew out for. I don't flew out to LA, did this dance audition for the pilot, you know, get a call back, but they don't send me in for this project in New York. So I'm I'm furious because when I come back from LA, everybody's like, yo, bro, did you go in for Smash? How was it? I'm like, what? I see it next friend. Yo, bro, you went in for Smash? Yo, I day, did you go in for Smash? Like six, seven people. And I'm like, yo, 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 what is this Smash thing everybody's talking about? They're like, dude, are you kidding me? Everybody's going in for Smash, bro. Mm. They're filming a dance show in New York City. I'm like, wait, what? So I call my agents furious like this. How could you drop the ball? Why would you send me out there for that? When I live here, I don't have to fly and pay for a hotel. Like this is crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So I end up leaving that agency. I get to the new agency and I get called in for Smash, right? Mm. And at this point, I had um I had to start rebelling against the industry. Cause after so you think I kept shaving my hair for all these auditions, Disney and Nickelodeon, and then I'm not booking them. And I'm like, you know what? I like my beard. I like what it's doing on my face, you know? So my headshot shows you what I look like. And that was that was my rebellion against the industry. I'm like, no, I'm growing it up. I'm growing up my beard. I'm growing up my hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming in. I'm coming in raw and then I'm gonna kill you with technique and just mess you up. So when I get called <laughs> in for Smash, I'm like, that was, that was my full intention. I'm coming in just tank top on, tattoos showing, sweats. I'm ready, muscles ripped, like let's go. And not knowing what I was walking into, not knowing that they were looking for like edgy dancers that didn't necessarily fit the traditional mold. So mm -hmm. I'm coming and thinking I'm rebelling and I'm coming in and they're like, oh, <laughs> callback. I get the More. callback, right? I'm at the callback and the callback's about to start and I see the choreographer, Josh Burgas with, my headshot and resume in his hand. So I'm seeing my headshot looking back at me because he's reading my resume. I'm like, oh, snap. All right, yeah, yeah, check out those credits. See where your boys come from, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, now watch me get busy, right? So I end up booking Smash and that just 
gave me so much because I'm like, any opportunity to get closer to actors and acting, I was diving in it. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I'm like, yo, I went to LaGuardia for four years. I went to college, did three years. I did So You Think You Can Dance. I've trained so much. So I'm, I'm respecting acting so much that I'm like, I can't just become an actor. I, mm -hmm. I gotta figure out how can I hack it? How can I infiltrate this, this, this marketplace? Because I'm respecting, I'm like, there are people that have gone, that have been acting as long as I've been dancing. Mm -hmm. Who am I to think that I can just do this now? Right, so I'm like, I have to figure out a way and how is casting gonna take me seriously? Right, so I'm like, let me get as many of these credits. So Smash, I end up doing like five episodes. So now I'm like, boom, I got Smash, NBC on my on my resume. I got these directors, I'm a dancer. I'm, I'm just creating names. Goldman, <laughs> you know what I mean? Black Jack. What? <laughs> I'm just creating names. I'm like, these people ain't gonna go back and look at Smash and look this up. I'm 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 making me a character, bro. <laughs> that's, not, that's not New York. See, that's not New York. Come on, so I'm Goldman, Black Jack. <laughs> Seven, right? I'm just in there like, mm, mm, mm. just trying to pump it up, right? Then I'm like, I need some more, I need some more. Boom. I, I book an episode of Saturday Night Live dancing for oh. Lonely Island and Nicki Minaj. I'm mm. like, boom. Did an episode of Saturday Night Live, Lonely Island sketch. Y'all don't have to know what capacity I'm 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 in it, but I'm on TV. There you go. Right. So mm -hmm. that happens. Then I get asked to do um Dancing with the Stars with a friend of mine, incredible ballet dancer, Michaela the Prince. And I'm like, oh, for sure, absolutely. Let's do this. So when I am about to do it, they're like, oh, wait a minute. SAG says you're a must join. And I'm like, oh dang. I've been, I've been lucky. I've been dodging. I've been dodging it. So Y'all got me like jury duty. I was like, okay, all right. So, luckily, this was before the merger. Yeah. Right. So I literally joined SAG two weeks before the merger, and when those fees <laughs> doubled in, like literally, mm -hmm. literally, I was like, "Yo, ma, I'm broke. I was on tour at the time. Ma, listen, I, I need a loaner. I, I need some help. I gotta, I gotta pay this bill to do this job, and this job is a great opportunity." Please, 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 please. She helped me out. I paid her back. And I literally did it two weeks before the merger. Mm -hmm. And I saw that that rate went up almost double, triple, you know? Mm -hmm. So I literally lucked up. Mm -hmm. So after that, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I got my side card. This opens up even more opportunities for me. But my agents at the time, I only had dance agents. They're not taking me seriously as an actor. I'm like, guys, I could do this. I'm telling you, just look at me talk to me are you not engaged i'm like hello people <laughs> so you know i'm just being i'm just thinking it's that easy you know and i'm like guys I, I'm, let me walk in a room let me walk in a room i was like yo just let them, let them meet me they'll, they'll know that was that's how i thought i could do it i'm like i just gotta win these people over so after that i um wow so i i make the decision to move to los angeles because i'm like yo I gotta get on Glee. It's Glee's last season. I gotta get on Glee. All my So You Think homies have been on Glee. I'm like, dang, I gotta get on Glee. I wanted to get on Glee and I'm like, I'm not on it because I'm not in LA. That's where the show films. Why would they fly me out? And like, that doesn't make sense. So I'm like, I gotta get out there. And crazy enough, at this point, I made the decision to move to LA. I went out there, I'm teaching on a convention, had them fly me out so I could, they covered my flights. I'm out there for a week. 
They flew me back to the next city to teach. So I was able to even hack moving to LA. I didn't pay for anything. <laughs> all my flights covered from my, the company I was, I was teaching for. I'm like, oh, so look, fly me from New York to Tennessee, then Tennessee to LA, then mm. LA to Kansas. We'll teach in Kansas. I go Kansas back to New York. Then we're going out next weekend, uh, Utah to LA. I'll go back to LA, apartment hunt, figure that out. Like I literally just, I made that decision. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Everybody thought I was crazy. Like, what? You're moving? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I got to. I, I got to get on the show. I got to get on Glee, man. I got to get this. This It's the last season. I got to get on it. Right? So funny enough, I end up getting the opportunity to go to Japan. And when I'm in Japan, I get an audition that Glee is filming in New York City. And I'm getting called in for it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. How perfect. Let me meet casting and the choreographers up here, let them book this job, let them know I'm moving to LA, so then I'm gonna shoe in for next season, right? Mm -hmm. So I literally rearranged my flight, changed my moving date to do this audition, right? It's an invited call. I walk in there, it's like 150 people. I'm like, mm -hmm. that's a pretty open invitation. Uh, <laughs> everybody's invited, huh? I'm like, okay, so I'm like, this was not worthy of changing my plans you know i wish i just went straight but i go and do the audition i don't get it so now I'm, i feel crushed mm -hmm. i get to la i had my agents weren't taking me on because i was really from the east coast and east coast was like yeah sure they literally i literally go for a meeting and they took the meeting with me in the waiting room mm -hmm. right so i i get there i'm sitting in the waiting room they come out the office i stand up like hey Get ready to walk through the door. And I'm like, oh, oh, awkward. Oh, oh, we, oh, oh, we can have it right here. I'm like, oh, oh, that's, so I'm just going, that shows me how much, uh, I, how well I'm being received here. If you're not even taking yeah. me to the back. So I'm like, whoa, okay. All right. All good. Uh, you're here. It's a new place. You gotta, you gotta put your work in. So that, I just went right back to that high school month. You gotta put your work in. And I didn't even realize my agency didn't have me on the roster for like the first four weeks. I'm sitting there like, where are the auditions, man? There's, there's LA, there's auditions every week. So then I hit him up like, hey, I'm trying to log into my my Actors Access account. And he's like, oh, what? Hey, how about you uh, send us over a contract, signed contract and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I sent it to you two weeks ago when I was last in LA. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, just go over and send it over again. So I'm like, man, they're not taking me seriously. So I'm like, man, I gotta, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I'm feeling crazy. Money is running now. I've got this apartment. I'm like, whoa, I didn't realize how expensive it was having an apartment, paying your bills. I'm like, oh my, I literally just start, went into panic mode. And sure enough, I end up getting called in for Glee. Mm. And I'm like, oh snap, for real? So the audition is on the Paramount lot. It's my first time on a studio lot. So just for me to pull up, I walk in the whole ID process, metal detectors, I'm walking past all the sound stages. I'm literally like, oh my, I I have to book this just so that I can, this is my environment. Mm -hmm. I have, this isn't, I'm just seeing sets, helicopters. I'm seeing inside of sound stages that look like the jungle. I'm like, this is <laughs> crazy. This is insane. So then I get to the audition and the vibe is just super chill. It's just some of the best dancers in LA. I'm happy to be in good company. I do my thing and I end up booking it. Right after Glee, 
one of the choreographers called me into audition for Grease Live. Oh, and this is where all the transits happen. So I get Grease Live and I'm like, oh, Grease Live? And I'm like, oh man, I love Grease. Grease was one of the reasons I wanted to dance. The first time I saw men that look cool to me dancing, you know, yeah. seeing John Travolta, these dudes, leather jackets, the cigarettes, yeah. the, I'm like, whoa, them brothers are bad, you know? So right. getting the chance to be like, yo, if I book this, I could re help reintroduce Grease to a new generation and they'll see a black person in there. Mm -hmm. That would be fire. That would be awesome for my nephew and nieces to watch, for this to be their Grease. Mm -hmm. Right. So I go in there. I really want the job, the choreography. I felt like I was just back in my element because it was just that New York Broadway energy is due. I'm in there like, yo, I'm smoking all of y'all. Get out of here. This is mine. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm lighting them up. Boom, 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 boom. I get the call back. Boom. It's about four or five callbacks. I'm just banging them out. So finally book it. I get the job. We're working with uh, boys to men, Vanessa Hudgens, Kiki Palmer, just all of these people, some of the original cast from Greece, and it is a production. We got about four or five sound stages, half of the lot that they've transformed into Rydell High. So it was just, it was insanity. And I'm like, man, I'm around all these great actors. I'm working one-on-one -on -one with Vanessa Hudgens, one-on-one uh, -on -one with Kiki. We're, we're teaching them how to dance, teaching them, replacing their partners, just training them. And I'm like, I end up getting cool with all of them. And I'm like, nah, man, these people see me. And what really drove it home, Kiki Palmer one day, she comes up to me, she goes, Chike, you ever thought about doing stand-up? And I'm like, what? She goes, no, no, no. You ever thought about doing stand-up? And I'm like, nah, man, that's crazy. That's terrifying. She goes, Chike, you're so funny. Like, you're just so animated. I just see you. You're just more than a dancer. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just trying to figure out how to, but I took that moment and I'm like, people can see something. So it it's, mm -hmm. it exists beyond just in my mind and my heart. Mm -hmm. This is something real, it's tangible. I just gotta stop figuring out how and I gotta just be, mm -hmm. right? So after, it's so crazy. So Grease Live happens. I end up um, leaving rehearsal one day and I get a, I get an audition to to audition for this Nickelodeon series. And I'm like, oh, snap. Oh, this is cool. But it's the same day audition. I'm like, I'm not doing this, man. I literally curse my manager. I'm like, bro, you setting me up, man. It's the same day audition. I want to make a good impression on casting. Like, this is not fair to me. It's not, a, it's not a good introduction. You know, let me learn the material. And he's like, all right, all right. If you, you, you would be my best friend if you could just, if you could self-tape it self-tape it within the next hour or so. And I'm like, all right, man, sure. All right, so I'm reading these lines. I'm like, Nickelodeon, I love Nickelodeon. I grew up watching Keenan and Kel, all that, yeah. wanting to be on the shows, going to Universal Studios, looking around like, yeah, anybody hiring? Anybody need a cute kid? <laughs> you know, I'm always, I was a hustler. I kept trying to make it happen. So I, I'm, a, I'm trying to figure out the self-tape and I'm like, I don't have a reader. I don't even know who to read with. I'm, I'm literally like freak out more than I'm like, yo, I got two friends in my building that I met at the pool randomly that are actors. And I just knock on his door, yo, Jay, I need a huge favor if you can, man. I got an audition. Could you put me on tape? He's like, oh yeah, absolutely, bro, sure. So I'm going and I'm doing an audition. He goes, nah, nah, man. You gotta do it like how you do your little Snapchat skits. I used to just do these silly little videos. He's like, do it how you do your Snapchat. 
And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, do it how you do your Snapchat. So when he told me that, that just gave me permission. Now I'm just going, Miss Beasley. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> turning it up. I'm a full character, right? So I send it over. Manager's like, yo, they want you to come in today. Can you make it by 6 p.m.? I'm literally like, all right, yeah, yeah I, I can do that. Going, I audition, and I'm feeling so good. I was just happy to find something that felt good to me and something I felt capable of doing. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a pocket. I can do this. I do the audition. And when I finish, one of the casting directors goes, oh, wow, I'm looking at your resume, and now I know where I know you from. And I'm like, what? She goes, so you think you can dance? <laughs> You're an incredible dancer. I'm literally like, what? The last thing I wanted to be seen as in that moment was mm. a dancer. You know, mm -hmm. so I couldn't even fully receive it. I'm like, oh, she's like, wow, you're a great dancer. You're incredible. I'm like, uh, thank you, ladies, and have a good day, right? I leave, boom. Time is passing, it's nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. My manager hits me at 11 p.m. Hey, buddy, so it's a no-go on Game Shakers. I'm like, what? I was crushed, because I'm like, man, that if any audition felt like it was the one, that one felt mm -hmm. like it, man. So I'm like, man, all right. And I kind of just went to sleep, you know? And I woke up the next morning, like, all right, it's Friday. Let's be productive. We're going to do some laundry. I'm just sitting on the couch. My manager texts me, like, yo, what's up? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, um, I'm chilling, man. I'm, I'm on the couch watching cartoons right now. And he's like, you watching cartoons? I'm like, yeah, man. Hey, Arnold, man. Nostalgic right now. This is good. So he goes, oh, I'm going to call you. He calls me. He goes, yo, I need you to get in. He goes, I need you to get undressed. I'm like, whoa. He goes, and get in the shower. And I'm like, wait, he goes, yo, bro, you booked Game Shakers and they need you on set immediately. The email came in at 3 a.m. this morning. They made the decision what? when he went to sleep. So I'm waking up literally like, what? Like so running into the shower, get dressed, call an Uber, rush over to the studio. I'm just in a world. I, I'm in a complete whirlwind. I don't even know what's going on. I'm like, I love this. I'm here. I'm literally on the set right now. Hey, Adi uh, come on. Let's get you some breakfast. I'm like, oh snap! I like this. <laughs> I like, I, I like, yeah. Breakfast first. Let me get some breakfast. Boom. All right, let me take you to your room. I'm like, I got my own room. Because the dancers, they got us as cattle. They're like, all right, guys, girls, get up in here. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're all together, you know. So I'm like, I got my own room. I get to the room. It has my name on it with my character's name. I'm literally there's a shot of me just a selfie I sent to my family with me with the with the name on the door, just like and. After that, I, I get on set for rehearsal. And this is where acting class can't prepare you for your first time on set. I get on, I get on set for rehearsal and they're like, oh, hey guys, so this is uh, Adichike. He's gonna be playing Pico. Let me introduce you to the cast, blah, 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 blah. I got to work with Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel. So for me, I'm like, yo, this is fire. He's a rapper in the show and I'm playing his music producer. So I'm like, my scenes are with Kel. This is crazy. And the craziest thing is that week, Keenan and Kel had reunited on Jimmy Fallon like earlier that week. So for me, I'm just finished watching this. Now I'm on set with this man. I'm like, what is happening? What is happening, right? So they're like, all right, guys, rehearsal's up. And I'm like, we're not gonna block this. We're not gonna say where we walk in. We, we just, I'm like, what the, what do I do? What do I stand? What do I, I'm, so I'm freaking out. I just go, you know what? Just roll with it. I literally walk through the doors like, boom, ladies, come on in here. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm doing this. You know, like, hey, so like, cheeky, so if you could just mind uh, holding the doors open, uh, 
for the girls. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So now we're blocking it, right? Because I'm like, yo, y'all not giving me no direction, so I'm, I'm going with it. So after that experience of just being in rehearsal, we're doing it, then they're like, all right, guys, we'll take a break, and then uh, we're going to show it to the, to the producers. So this is a whole, I've never done this in the now, the whole team, writer's room, producers, all the, all the corporate people, there's about 40, 50 people going from set to set to set and just watching us do these scenes. And we're doing the episode in real time, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm freaking out, but I just have this ability to just work well under pressure. I feel mortified in the moment and then I just, and I stand and deliver. So I, I come through, I do my thing. The creator of the show comes over, hey, Kel, this guy's pretty good, huh? Good job, man. And I'm like, you think I'm good? I'm like, y'all think I'm good? Because none of this, me booking it still hasn't, it hasn't registered to me that I did something that I'm good. I'm going, do you, you think I'm good? One of the ladies goes, oh my God, I was watching your, um, your last scene. Wow, you have such a great quality. Wow, you remind me of a young Isaiah Washington. I'm like, what? That's a good. That's a good compliment. Yeah. I, I couldn't, and I'm like, and you, you see that compliment. through this Nickelodeon lens? So that even, I'm going, whoa, what does she see that I am not seeing right now? So this was the biggest blessing. So I get home, right? We don't even get to finish shooting because we're working with kids and we were so delayed. So like, hey man, uh, sorry, but are, are you available to come back and shoot tomorrow? I'm like, I'm free all week. <laughs> Y'all got me all week, man. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm here. Oh, take your time. Let's, let's marinate these things, man. I don't want to leave. This is amazing, you know? So I get home that day, and this is the craziest thing. There were these two choreographers, uh, Asiel Hardison and Reina Hidalgo, good friends of mine. Well, they were good friends of my friend Adeshila and Fela, and they were current choreographers on So You Think You Can Dance, right? So I go to visit one of the shows, my friend is performing, and I'm like, yo, I would love to connect with them because I love my brother Adeshila, and he speaks so highly of them, so I know that we, it would just be a natural a natural click, you know? So I go there, I meet them, introduce myself. They're like, oh, snap, I did Chike. Oh, what's up, bro? I'm like, y'all know me? They're like, yo, dude, we love your work, man. We wish we got the chance to work with you on a show. Take our info down, man, and let me get yours because we're always working on projects and we'd love to have you on board. I'm like, wow, that's cool. Uh, uh, wow, I was not expecting that. I'm like, awesome. So the day I come back from booking my first acting job, this Nickelodeon show, I'm sitting down at my table and I'm just chilling. And I'm just trying to process and digest the day. And I get a text from ACL who goes, hey, brother, I just left the production meeting of a show I'm working on. And it's a character that I think you'd be perfect for. By any chance, do you act? Mm. I'm like, I'm literally like, I thought my mind was playing tricks on me. I'm like, uh, my neighbors are blowing it down over there. So uh, California green, maybe I'm getting some contact because I'm sitting here like, what? I, I, my, I could not, I'm like, what, how? I'm, I'm like, how could he text me this on the day that I officially became an actor when I actually booked a project? If he would even text me a day ago, two days ago, I wouldn't have felt as confident to go, yes. Yes, I'm an actor, bro. I'm working on a Nickelodeon show. I just left set right now. What's up? I'm like, what is this? Tell me, oh, I can't tell you anything, but dance, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. 
So this ends up being the first series I worked on, a series regular, Hulu series called East Los High. I come mm-hmm. in as this young dancer from Compton, and that was such a beautiful space and, and place for me because I was dancing in it. So I had this pocket where I'm like, I'm that dude. Mm-hmm. So I was able to bring some of that confidence to to the insecurities I had about my acting, which was just, I don't know if I'm good. I don't, is this good? Is this right? Is this, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm just going with what feels natural. This is before I had even taken any classes. I was working before I took any acting class. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I didn't have a, a method or a formula. So I felt I had incredible imposter syndrome. Every take I'm like, so they're not saying, hey, good job. I'm going, oh my God, oh no, it's good. Uh, let me try it a different way. I'm just every take, just stressed out. I was incredibly stressed. So this space gave me the confidence to just, you know, go like, yo, first off, I was a dancer in high school. I'm playing a high school dancer. This is me with confidence. This is high school me with confidence. If I knew that I was that dude, if I felt like I, I, I was one of the best, this is how I would have, this is how I would have moved. So that was the basis for that character, right? So I, I get through this process. I'm seeing myself on TV. I'm going, whoa, I got a fight scene. I got a love interest. I, I kiss her. I'm like, whoa, I got to kiss somebody. I got to fight somebody. I got to drive a car. I got mm-hmm. to, I'm like, man, I got all of these crazy opportunities in this, in this one little show. I'm like, man, and that's what I did on this. What happens when I get on bigger projects? What happens when I get the opportunity to play characters that are more fleshed out and that are are are, have, are fully uh, just actualized? So after Esau, I'm waiting for this to be, oh, I'm like, oh, after this, I'm a star. Don't you see what I'm doing in this show? <laughs> I, I'm waiting for the call. So, you know, I'm watching it, waiting for the calls. Months pass, months are passing. And I'm like, what's going on? To go from that high mm-hmm. of feeling like, yo, I'm about to be a star to going, Oh snap! It, people got to actually watch the show mm. for for it to translate. I'm mm. on a show, but nobody is watching it for mm. me to to get opportunities from this. So then I'm going, oh my goodness! So now I I feel even lower because I, I had this high. I'm on TV, but I'm not working. I'm it's not translating. I'm just going. I, I don't know what to do. My team. My team was all over the place in different directions. My team didn't fully support me. So I don't, I'm just feeling like I'm, I'm literally holding on by, by just the hair on my head right now. Just that I don't really have a, a full grasp on the situation. I'm just trying to schmooze with my agents. I'm buying them donuts after a job. I'm trying to connect with them. Like, see me, like, what is it that I have to do? I get that this is LA and I got to play the game, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm a New Yorker and I'm a worker, man. Just let me get the opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I end up, one of my good friends from East Los High is a singer. He's like, bro, yo, Papa, I'm shooting a music video, man. I want you to be, I want you to be in it, man. I, I want it to be you and your, your, your lady, but uh, she's having an affair with me and you don't know what's happening. And, and it's a whole <laughs> crazy concept, but I'm like, all right, Carlito, you got it, bro. I love you. It, it's already done. Carlito's like, yeah, we shooting this at my manager's house. So I'm like, all right, man, cool. So I pull up to this house in Hollywood and I'm like, oh my God, now that's a house. Whoa, I meet his manager, 
Hey, how's it, how's it going? My name is Carl. And this is how I, I met Carl Romano, right? <laughs> so then my friend Carlito being who he is, he goes, yo, Carl, you remember when you were saying that you, you were looking for like a black dude that could act, dance, and like is just good at everything? Me that day, this is him. I'm like, Carlito, chill, bro. I'm not here for that, man. I'm here for the music video. Sorry, sorry, bro. Thank you. Nice to meet you, man. I'm yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not trying to because the New Yorker in me is like this. I ain't trying to be here going, hey buddy, yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm I'm not trying to mm -hmm. tap dance my way into the situation. I'm like, I'm I'm cool on this, man. So Carl's like, ah, oh yeah? Uh, uh, okay, I'll keep an eye on you. I'm like, whatever, man. I'm focused on this video, right? And so Carl ends up going to dinner, we're shooting his video, and I rap my scenes. So next thing you know, I'm chopping it up with Carl and Mark. Mark, his friend, lived in New York, so we're talking about New York stuff. He's just a crazy character. So I'm not even looking at him as a manager right now. I'm just looking at him as a cool white guy that has good taste in wine. I'm like, oh, this brother's, this brother's nice. You know, he's good at my book. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this is, damn, what, what are we drinking here? He's like, oh, if you like this, he's pulling out something else. I'm like, oh, okay. I like this guy, right? But FYI, guys, this. just to What's add it? context to this, Carl is one of my producing partners. Mm -hmm. you know, we all know Carl. Yes. Shout out to Carl. And we love Carl. We love, love Carl. Man. Carl. Yeah. He's, he's the greatest. He's, he's just... Uh, beacon of light, you know. Yes. So yeah. we um the night is about to end and he's like, Hey man, yeah, just give me your info, man. We'll we'll, we'll connect. And I'm like, for sure, for sure. I just give him my uh number and my email. And I leave, go to dinner with my friends, and it's craziest thing. I wake up the next morning and Carl sends me a text at 9 30 a.m. Hey buddy, pleasure meeting you last night, man. I think you're ready to take things next to the next level. And I, I want to take you there. Let's let's talk. Let's make it happen. And I'm like, what? I'm like, somebody's interested in me. I'm like, wait, well, I'm like, what? 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 This? I don't. I, I'm like, I, I've never felt this. I'm used to going to agencies and going, hey, this is what I can do, and I can do this, mm -hmm. and I can do this, and I look young, and I can dance, and I, please, please give me a chance, please. You know. So I'm like, this is I. This is so unfamiliar. This is uncharted territory for me. I call that man up. I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, what's up? And he's like, hey, buddy, just all this energy. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel valued. I feel seen. <laughs> I feel wanted. I'm like, yo, let's let's think of it. He's like, when can you meet? He's like, what, today, tomorrow? I'm like, oh, uh, tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. I go to his house. The next day, we're chopping it up. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, man. This is, I've, I've never felt this. This is something this is a message this is this is a blessing god bless me right now i'm like this is bigger than a, a, a manager i'm like this is something why do i feel so at home why do i feel so so at peace just so relaxed this is had had an audition i got an audition they're doing a remake of scream mtv tv series yeah uh i can get you in for it it's uh thursday i'm like oh snap this man already got an audition for me i'm not even on the roster boom i go in for this audition I get to the audition and there's like two working actors in the waiting room, right? And when I'm sitting there, I don't even remember this cat's name. He goes, what's up, buddy, Chike? And I'm like, why the hell he know my name? I'm like, why the hell they know me? But I took that and I'm going, I'm on East Side. I'm an actor. 
People know me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 man. Oh, what's up, boss? Oh, you know me chilling. I'm about to go smash this, you know. So, but I'm literally going, oh snap, I'm an actor. And Carl being my manager is what gave me that feeling. So the craziest thing is this. Carl's like, listen, man, I'd love to represent you, but your agents, I don't know, they might be a little gun shy with me. Because Carl had represented my friend Carlito, who was signed to that agency. Carlito's no longer with that agency. Carlito's the one that walked me into that agency as well. Mm. Got me my first theatrical agent. So I'm just looking at how God is blessing me. And I'm going, I don't have to focus on the how. It's already being taken care of. Mm. All yeah. I got to focus on is the there work. All I got to do is show me the river. I could have never. I wish we had a hand clap now. Girl, I know. Girl, we can't clap ourselves. You know? Well, what are you doing? Come on. Come on. So it's, it's allowing me to change and starting to release control, releasing the reins and going, okay, let me, let me, let me fall back. Let me, let me sit in this automated Tesla and home, you know, let it, let it, let it do that drive. You know, I don't have to worry about this. Mm -hmm. So the agents, I mean, he's like, the agents are gun shy. I'm like, all right, well, I'm still, I still don't know if I'm going to sign with Carl. Cause I had these, this other manager who wasn't sending me out for anything, who literally probably two weeks before that was like, hey man, you got an audition, what's your email? That shows you how much I was going out for things. Mm -hmm. My manager says, hey, you got an audition, what's your email? I've been with y'all for about three years, bro. Mm -hmm. That means I'm not going in. So, but I still feel this loyalty because I'm like, man, I, don't, I just don't want to do dirty business. And I had this fear of getting blackballed and people, you know, just, tarnishing my name. So I don't tell the agents, I don't tell anybody anything. And I end up getting in in trouble or cats tried to get me in trouble. So I'm on my way to an audition and I get a call from my agents and I'm like, oh snap, I probably booked whatever I just went in for, right? And I answered for like, hey, what's up guys? They go, hey, we just tried to submit you for Scream and we saw that some manager guy, Carl, submitted you. What the heck is going on here? You're going behind our backs and trying to sneak around. At this point, we might as well just drop you. I'm like, whoa. Literally, I'm in a car like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And in that moment, something switched. I said, wait a minute. You guys are willing to drop me without even hearing my side of the story? Mm. Well, well, I said, well, you know what? Hold up, I'm on my way to an audition, so I'd like to focus on the audition. How about I call y'all when I'm done? Because y'all are so disconnected, you don't even realize where I'm on my way to, right? So then in that moment, I'm sitting here, I remember talking to my Uber driver and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Because I, I was having a great combo with my Uber driver. We're talking about, I'm, like, hey, I'm going to this audition, I'm about to look this joint, I'm an actor, check out my show, you know, bop, 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 bop. So when that happened, I'm like, oh yeah, this is money on the line. Hold on one second, you know? Then I'm like, oh, wow. I was fully transparent with her. And I'm like, man, that's the craziest thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I cannot stay with anybody that's showing me that they have no loyalty to me. These cats yeah. are ready to drop me and, and threaten me with all of these things. I'm like, oh, y'all don't know me. Y'all met the, I'm trying to get an agent version of me. But y'all mm -hmm. didn't meet me for real. Y'all met the, hey, mm -hmm. how's it going? You met the cold switcher. And I realized, oh, no, 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 no. Allow me to reintroduce myself, right? So 
craziest thing is they they like, oh, we got to talk. We got a phone call. I said, yeah, give me a call tomorrow. We'll talk tomorrow. And um, Mandy had just come back in town. My wife just comes back in town. She'd been gone for like two, two and a half months. She comes in the day of this phone call and the audition. That's the day she comes in, right? She comes in and I'm leaving to go to an audition. So the next day we're chilling. She's back in LA. We're going to brunch with friends, hanging out. And the agents are like, hey, it's been like uh, six hours. We waiting for this phone call. And I'm like, I'm on my way home home right now. I'll be on in five. Because now I'm like, y'all, y'all are really anticipating a very different energy from me. And I'm ready. I'm with it because I know who I am right now. You know, so I'm like, look at how they're talking to me. Look at how Carla's talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same person. What's What's going on here, right? So... I call him, I get on the phone, I'm like, yo, what's up? Just the, the Brooklyn boy, what's up? Uh, they're like, uh, so we got an audition for him on Tuesday, and we got that next one coming in on Wednesday, and uh, one on Thursday, and Friday. And, well, what, what else is, What else we got? And I'm like, yo, what are we talking about? Let's talk about y'all dropping me in, 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 in X, Y, and Z. That's what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about any auditions. Then the combo goes to, like, we just don't think you're in the place in your career where you need a manager. I'm like, I signed with you guys when I had a manager. You mm-hmm. met with me and my manager. So if that was the case, why didn't you complain then? Mm-hmm. Seems like your issue is with, not with the managers, but with this particular manager. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm going, this is this is a, something that's beyond me. So I'm going, you know what? Um, I'll give you guys a call tomorrow and I'll, and I'll let you know how I'm moving forward. And I was just really torn because I had booked jobs to these guys. They gave me great opportunities. And I'm like, man, I, I don't want to, I don't know what to do. But at the same time, they're trying to devalue me when this guy is trying to empower me. Mm. So I'm going, okay. And I remember asking everybody, like, I don't, how do you, how do you make hard decisions? Like if you have to fire someone, like, how do you, how do you do? I'm asking everybody. I just don't know what to do. And I spoke to one of Mandy's friends. She had this good friend named Magdy. I said, Magdy, like, you you run a company. So, like, how do you make those tough decisions when you have to let someone go? And she goes, well, first, you have to love yourself. And that was just like, and I'm like, yeah, if I love myself, then I'm deserving of certain things. I love myself enough to go, I deserve a better agent than that. And I, I, also, I deserve I, better treatment I, than that. I want to tag on to that. Like sometimes you outgrow things. Like sometimes people like Boom. Yeah. when you're in when you're in a space in this industry where you know you start growing and you're growing outside of the people who are supposed to yeah. be helping you and they're not paying yeah. attention enough to see your growth because if they did they would see what direction you're going with they don't ask you questions yeah you don't ask yeah. you where they're you with you on the ride you're just you're just pretty much just a number on their roster then you realize mm-hmm. that having that additional like at a certain point in your career having the additional special attention to detail yeah. means a lot in where you're at yeah. in your career like yeah. you'll start getting opportunities and you're like i need you to pay attention and you're not paying yeah. attention because you're not with me kind of like yeah but this is also kind of like a season for me where you have to pay attention mm-hmm. or i won't get there mm-hmm. yeah 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 because that ha- it happened to me that's happened to me more than once mm-hmm. i'm changing i change rapidly i'm a new person almost every week like mm-hmm. uh 
No, nah, no, I'm off that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm off the gram. Now I'm posting on Instagram. I'm talk, I'm turning up. I'm posting everything. Uh, I'm cool. After every job, I'm a different person. Mm. I never come back the same, ever. So, and so how my previous we, teams. Mm-hmm. So how do we? How do we? And I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you because this is so. This is such an interesting story to me because it's it's something that happens all the time, and I just want to put out there to people who are listening to Ade. Like you really have to trust your your intuition when it comes to the people mm. who represent you and the community that you build. Truly, because because it says a lot, and I don't mean to say that like oh, say it as if because there's also an egotistical part of that, and then there's a very humble part of that, right? Mm-hmm. There's the ego where it's like I'm better, I'm better than this, yeah. and I'm better than mm-hmm. if you're doing all the work. I don't appreciate it, and then there's the humble part of it where you realize that people don't see your worth and mm. they don't see the work that you're putting in and you're putting in all this time just to prove and they're supposed to be along the, the ride with you. So they're supposed to be helping you gearing your career along. So I just yeah. want to say out there to our listeners too that, you know, if you get to a point where you feel like people aren't just, you know, they're not along the ride or where you need to be at, then you might want to consider like reevaluating where you're at you know, so don't be afraid. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to switch management, to switch agencies. I know people, I know, um, you know, uh, I, I know an A-list actress who switched the whole company because they wouldn't support her company and she was mm-hmm. ready to move on to her company and they wouldn't support her. So she moved to a different agency that said, we will, we will support you. Wow. Not only will we support your company, we're going to rep your pub company. And if you get wow. certain funding we're also going to finance some of your projects like wow you know what i'm saying like it it just i just want people to know that you shift you shift even if they're getting you jobs you shift and you have Mm -hmm. to know where you want to go at and what Mm -hmm. you want to be where you want to be at and the direction you want to go into so that's what i got from from that day so also what what point in that journey did you book power because it's that that has to be like so specific to New York. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. You're a New Yorker, like you're in LA, yeah. but you're booking power in New York. I mean, how does how did that come along the the journey? That was that was super cool because, man, wow! I got power after a year of not working, mm. and I'm coming off of a show. I'm coming off of doing David Makes Man, filmed it uh, 2018, six months produced by Oprah Winfrey, Michael B. Jordan, written by Terrell McCraney. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is the one I'm going to take off on. I'm starring in this joint, number four in the call sheet, series regular. I'm an antagonist. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in there, Miami boy, black and red dreadlocks. I got the grill in my mouth. I'm 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 there. You can't miss me. I'm like, y'all, I'm in this show. Look at the drill. I'm really in this. This is crazy. And I get back to LA and it's a year of no work. Same situation with the agency. They're sending me yeah. in for projects. I'm like, guys, no, that's not it. I'm not that high school kid no more. I can't go. I can't do it. I'll go in. They're like, dude, I think you're great. But the work was just way too grounded now because I'm accessing a different place. I, my instrument is fine tuned at me doing this. Hey, oh, come on. These aloof high school kids was just not working for me. I'm like, I'm going to play a high schooler. It has to be a New York high schooler, someplace where they're going to be real. You know, you're going to show them being real people and not this, uh, this, you know, this softened, watered down version of it. So this year of not working, switching agents. 
I had I had ten months. Wow, ten months with the agency, and I'm going. It's October. I gotta go. I can't finish off my year like this. I I need some semblance of hope, you know. So I talked to Carl. It was the most uncomfortable. Like, Carl, I don't know what to do, man. These <laughs> these auditions are killing me. The the, la- the audition that broke the straw. They sent me in a play. It was for some project that I was going in to play artificial intelligence, right? Like some kind of robot. And the sides were bleep, 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 blop, 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 bing, 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 boop, 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 boop. I am speaking a new language. I'm like, yo, this is it. I'm like, are they even reading these sides, man? Y'all just sending me anything. I'm like, no, 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 man. I'm, this is it. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm, I'm typing up that email. Carl, I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's uh, it needs to be a change in representation, but something has to change, and that was absolutely outside of my character at that time. I didn't. I was never that guy. I was always so aware of how how um what's the word I'm looking for? How um lucky and privileged I was to even make it into the industry. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I I can't I can't just be telling people about themselves. I'm not anybody just yet, but I'm like. Well, how can I become somebody if I'm working under this dynamic? So I tell Carl, we let the team go. It's not necessarily an amicable split, but I do what's in my heart. There's a period of shopping me to agency. Nobody's taking me. Nobody. Ah, well, ah. Are you in acting class? Can you sing? I'm like, yo, I'm on TV. What's up? When I met with you the last time, you said I had to get a series. I'm on a series. What's up? What's up? You seeing me act? What's up? Like. Why is it always another disclaimer? I'm like, Carl, I'm good, man. What more do I have to do? How can I get there if you're not going to give me an opportunity to get there? I need another series. How am I going to get that series with no agent? Hello? Right? So this is the space I'm getting into. I'm getting Carl. I'm fed up, man. I'm fed up. And then I got to a place where I'm like, I got to just be more me in these meetings. Mm-hmm. I got to be me. I'm, I'm coming in here as this refined wanting them to see that I'm an eloquent black guy. Like, oh, I, uh, you know, thank you. You know, absolutely. Speaking in this way that is a part of me, but I'm like, I'm so much more than that. So mm. when I just started coming into the room as my authentic self, I started lighting it up. Boom, boom, boom. We get in calls when Carl's getting off the elevator in the lobby. Hey, he's a star. Don't don't take any other meetings. We want him now. Bah, 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 bah. Carl's like, I'm like, what? I'm, I'm walking Carl to his motorcycle and Carl's like, oh, this is this is them. We in a garage. I'm like, are you serious? Carl, are you serious? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's cancel those meetings. If they with me, I'm I'm with them. I had a I had, they they speak in my language. We had a great rapport. And those that team right there specifically, APA, that's who my team is today. Mm-hmm. I came in at I came in at meeting, they're like, hey dude, we were just watching some dance footage of you on YouTube. I'm like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, man, you have really nice lines. I'm like, what is going on in here? But that just kind of shattered whatever tension and allowed us to all connect as human beings i'm in there just being myself i'm making them laugh i'm not trying to sell myself i'm just showing them how fortunate they would be to have me after being this is the first time in my career that i'm like whoa i'm supported by my agents and my team right so now they're sending me in for real projects i'm like okay these are the projects i'm supposed to be going in for a24 projects hbo showtime i'm like boom 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 mm-hmm. i get called in for power book 2 ghost i'm like oh yeah 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 let me get this Doom. i go in for a character he's a little crazy i don't book it but i'm like all good all good i'm gonna get called in for 
they got to bring me back in for some power joints. Then I get called in for Raising Cane, and I'm like, oh, this is the one. I'm like, oh, it's the 90s. 90s was just a little bit more gritty mm-hmm. and grimy. Mm-hmm. I, I lived through that era. I was like, it's not glossy. That would be nice. That's Tim's baggy clothes. It's just yeah. a, a different energy. I'm like, oh, that would be that would be cool. So, wow, wow, wow. Wow, you're taking me back. Wow. So, wow, wow. Full circle moment. Wow. As I'm filming my self-tape for Power, for Raising Canaan, I was up for this other series. I was pinned. I, I thought for sure, I'm like, oh, I'm booking this. I told Mandy, I told Carson, y'all, this is mine. I'm booking this. Walked in the audition. I smashed it. Casting is like, where are you from? I said, oh, I'm from New York City, Brooklyn to be specific. They're like, oh my God, he's such an East Coaster. I love East Coaster. And they just put two girls in there like, he's like I can just totally tell. Oh, New York, I was in New York last summer. Blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Get the call. We love him. He's pinned. Boom. I'm like, oh, there we go. I'm locked in. Let's go. So as I'm filming this audition, I usually have my, my phone or whatever on airplane mode. But this time it's not. And I see him getting a call from Carl and my agent. So I'm like, all right, this is something good. If they both on the phone, that's usually a sign of something positive, right? So they're calling me to tell me, hey, they're going in a different direction. It's a no for this project. And I'm just more, I'm just upset that I even picked up the phone because I'm in the middle of filming this audition. Right, so now I'm like, Carl, all right, guys, uh, I'm gonna talk to you later, man. Let me just finish filming this self tape. I, I just want to do it before my energy doesn't allow me to. Because right now I'm, I'm just, I honestly was hurt. Like, I finished the self tape. I was, I was over it. I'm really like, what? Well, all right, and he's trying to shoot my slate, and I'm like, yo, what's up? My name is Aday, five hundred from New York City. And just like, naughty. I'm just mumbling. I didn't even care. I'm like, she's like, you're gonna send that off? I'm like, I don't give a damn i'm upset right there i'm like send it off send it off i don't care man i literally went into my room and cried myself to sleep mm. i was so hurt i thought for sure i had this one i'm like it's gonna change my life i'll be able to do so much for the family i'll be able to make a difference i'll be on a real show great work great writers i'm like this and i'm it was so it was right there i'm like how what happened what, what did i do i'm looking at myself versus it's, it's, it's bigger than me. It's out of, that's out of my control. So sure enough, a couple weeks later, this is around, this is December of 2019. A couple weeks later, Carl calls me after New Year's just to chop it up. And he goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, by the way, uh, you got a call back for uh, Power, Raising Cannon. I'm like, by the way, hello, bro. I'm broke. I ain't been working, man. That's <laughs> how you start the conversation, brother. You know, so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just like, oh yeah, uh, Blake, I'm forward out, forward out of the email. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all sitting on this thing, man. Like, so now I'm like, oh, wow, I got some traction. Mm-hmm. They, they want to see me. Okay. Was it oh, from oh, the oh. audition you were mumbling? Was it from yes. that? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, they saw something. I don't, I don't know what it was, but they saw something. I, I, they saw the truth. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe my energy translated into something. They're like, that dude looks pissed off. He looked like a pissed off New Yorker. I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> I go in and I get to, I'm on another studio uh, a lot and it just felt so good to be back on a lot. I'm like, oh man, this feels good. I get to the callback. I'm like, 
none of these dudes look like me. So y'all definitely not going in for my role, which is making me feel even more solid. I'm like, okay. And I get in super awkward and quiet, you know, nobody says anything. And I'm just like, okay. All right. They asked me, they asked me, Hey, uh, where are your parents from? I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, my mom is from Jamaica. My dad's from New York. All right, let's get started. I'm like, oh, he's going to ask me something strange, like where my parents are from and say, let's get started. But okay, dude, I do the, the scenes. I get redirection for every scene. So I leave there like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was good. I don't know if it was bad. I don't know if they liked it. I don't know. Came home. I'm like, I don't know. Spoke to Carl. Hey, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't, I can't even tell you if it felt good. It was such a sterile environment for me. I was expecting it to be, because mm -hmm. it's New York. The New York in me is like, hey, my guys, what's up? What's up? Let's do this, you know? So I'm coming into like, oh, this is, this feels very LA. This feels very Los Angeles. So I had to adjust, but I get home and two days later, they're like, hey, so we're going in a completely different direction for the role he auditioned for, but casting loves him for the role of Scrappy. And I'm like, who the hell is Scrappy? Can I get some sides? <laughs> like, who is it? Like, okay. I'm like, what's wrong? Yeah, is he okay? Like, you know what I mean? Is he did he grow up in a scrapyard? Is is, is he scrapping? Does does he eat scraps? Like what 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 is it? You know? So they're not sending me sides. I'm like, I don't understand what's what's going on. And I'm like, yo, no, you're you're you booked it for, for the role of scrappy. Like there's no audition. So I'm like, oh, okay. Awesome. So I'm like, whoa, I, I left at New York in 2014 to move to Los Angeles to become an actor. And now I'm coming back to New York in 2020 to film a show that's in New York City as an actor. Mm. And I'm like, when I came back, I had just had a moment of saying, yo, you did it. Mm. You don't even have anything left to prove. If this was your last job, you did it. You did it. You did what people said. You're trying to act. You? <laughs> oh, please. Come on, bro. How? You're too short. You're too black. You're too this. You're too that. Yeah. Your teeth too big. Bah, 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 bah. And I'm like, bro, you did it. Don't talk to me. You can't tell me anything. And all it did is made me go, boom, add another stripe. Another stripe on my back. Like, I'm, I'm, let's go. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you can't tell. Now, after this, I'm going, anything is possible. Yeah. Anything. And, so all and I'm doing now is just envisioning. Yeah, and just to um, for our listeners, just to add on to that, I had when I was in New York, I had, and this is right before like Issa Rae came out, and Carrie mm -hmm. Washington was doing, um, she was doing Scandal. It was I had heard from a manager because me and Darkoya we started out acting, and she was just like, yeah. you know, it's really hard to tell a black girl. And I told wow. her, I said, well, then you're not a good agent. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I love that. I was that. like, yeah, isn't yeah. that your job? Isn't that your yeah. job to do you're that? You're supposed to sell me. You're supposed you're to. You're supposed to wow. tell me. I said, oh, okay. So you're not a good agent. So that was my response to her. And I hung up on her. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. God. I, I, I love that. People. I, I wish I was that witty in the past. I wish I had that. Oh, uh, Tisha's clap back game. Yeah. Is, I love uh, that. I'm like, yeah. No. You know, it's it's really my boss mentality. I'm just like, mm. whatever. Like, yeah. if you, you don't, if you won't allow, you won't do it for me. I'll do it for myself. That's my Bingo. mentality. Yeah, for sure. But you know, for so sure. many people have been placed in that position. I mean, 
um, Tish's mentor, Andy Fickman, he was on the show and he was like, if I'm the person that has the ability to tell you whether or not you're going to make it or not, then you're not going to make it because I have, mm. I don't hold that much power. I mean, mm. Barbara Streisand, they told her her nose was too big. Yep. I mean, she is a full blown legend. They told her she was ugly. So I think that, um, I remember when I was, um, I did I did musical theater and I remember mm -hmm. vocal coaches and directors telling me that I, cause I was a really chunky kid telling me that I needed to lose weight because I needed to wow. be able to be molded into whatever um, wow. they needed, the industry needed to, to mold me into. And they were like, you know, you want to be able to be in a position where if they need to put makeup or whatever, you can be beautiful. And this was right when, um, the streaming boom happened with Netflix mm. where real people, yeah, um, real people. were being cast. Mm -hmm. And all these like plus size women like, were killing it. Yeah. But yeah. at the time, I I was so young. I was so young and impressionable. I mean, I'm talking about like 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Like I remember being like on set. We like had to build our sets when we were doing musical theater and like the director saying, oh, they're quit. Did you lose weight? And I was like, oh yeah, I actually lost 10 pounds. <laughs> like noticing yeah. these things. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not gonna lie, like I let that get to me. And I was like, well, you know what? Um, I guess I'll just go to school. I'll go to, I'll get more training and like I'll get myself together. And just always, always had a lot of doubt and I really had to work on my mindset. And that kind of happened after grad school where me and Tish met and like wow. went through whole post-grad depression, all of that. But I'm like more confident now as like a grown yeah. adult than I ever was as a kid. But I think that you have all of these adults who are constantly going to give you advice based off of their own experience. And I think that we always have to remember that, that people are always going to, are always going to come from their own biases. Yeah. And yeah. that when you're digesting and processing information, you have to understand that and then what industry standard is and then what mm -hmm. you believe. And then in the middle of that is some type of truth. That gray area. Yeah, it's yeah. That, it's that gray area. Like sometimes the feedback that people give you, it is good. And you have to go work yeah. on yourself and all of that. And then sometimes you have to say, like you guys did, um, no. <laughs> so but also the, the feedback that you want to hear is from your community. Like... You know, like people who want to be part of your community and the people who want to be part of your community will fight the hardest for you. They won't leave you with a piece of advice and just leave. They'll leave you with a piece of advice, come back, check on you and say, hey, how you, how are you doing? What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah. And offer solutions. And offer, and offer solutions. Offer solutions. When they really believe in you, they really start like opening up of a network to you. Wow. And that's when you really so right believe in you. They open yeah. up the network to you. They don't say, give you the information and just say, go in the world. They'll say, okay, well, let me introduce you to somebody who can help you achieve that because we know how hard it is to wow. achieve that, right? So I just, I want to put it out there to our filmmakers, our actors, our entrepreneurs, our artists out there that, you know, you just, it's, it's just a lot of naysayers, but community, honestly, you guys, having mm -hmm. a good community is just, you know, it's next to none. It's next to none. So it makes the difference. It it totally makes a difference. Yeah. So Ade, you booked power. It has been like 
like your character, everybody talks about your character. Everybody That's talks about your character. Name. Everybody talks about your character. So when you when we're hearing you talk about your story, it just all makes sense. Like what like watching your yeah, character, yeah, yeah. it totally like it's uh, it is a full circle moment because it totally, totally. It totally makes sense. So, this, what's been so encouraging about this conversation is, is that, um, you know, people have this mentality in their mind, which is why we started the podcast of how you're supposed to make it through this industry, how you're supposed to get where you need yeah. to. Yeah. And they don't realize it's the journey. Everybody wants the result. Nobody wants yeah. to do the journey. What did Kevin say? Everybody wants the fame, but nobody wants to do the work, or something mm-hmm. like that. Like it is hard. I've been I've been doing this. I've been doing this for what ten years. I'm just want to put that. Bessie's been doing mm-hmm. this since she was like eight. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like you've been doing this from God knows how long. It's just, you know, it it just. I just want to put our realistic expectation about the journey. The journey can be really exciting for a short period of time, mm-hmm. and no work for a long period of time. The journey. Yeah. Can be work for a long period of time and then no time at all because you're getting all the jobs that you actually don't want because now everybody mm-hmm. puts you in a box, right? They're like, yep. all you can do is play this now, right? This so is who I you just, are. Is this mm-hmm. who you are? So I just want to lay out the expectations for people out there that it, there's no there's no one way to do this. Mm-hmm. We talk about Bestie like the tangible and non-tangible assets. Like sometimes in certain seasons, what you gain, you can't really physically see it, right? Oh, but what yeah. I see, what I see with your journey a day and even your journey, Tish, is that there are all these pieces to the puzzle that eventually click. And yeah. even though you were saying like I was dancing, and then there was this period where there was nothing and all that. But all like the work, the discipline that you gained while you were dancing. I mean, yep. you took that into your next season where when somebody mm-hmm. said, hey, you got to like film the next day, that didn't phase you. You know, you were you were prepared yeah. and you were ready. And like you said, your instrument. Yes, you're you wanted to act at one point, but your instrument was constantly being refined. And yeah. even with, with Tish, you know. Tish has a very serendipitous career as well. Like she has a background in economics and finance. And so I, remember, cool. I remember when we were in, in school and I'm like, okay, this this girl is here getting a master's in acting, but I we were just friends and I had never really, I think she told me like, yeah, you know, my undergrad degree is in ec- economics and finance. And I was like, wait, what? And then she told me about being, being a, you were a trader, right, Tish? Uh, no, what, 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 no, what, 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 you are right where you're supposed to be. Like mm-hmm. there are just certain things where you see all these yeah. pieces to the puzzle align. And right. I was just like, oh no, 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 no. This is just about not yeah. if, but just when, when and not how, just like stay bu- buckled up and strapped up for yeah. the ride for wow. when you get to your destination. And I see that with you a day. Like 
I'm like, yo, he went to fame. Like, like, like the school where it's like, you know, that they model fame after you over here exercising your whole body. Like, so you can immerse yourself in yep. a whole entire character. You yep. are stretching yourself to the limit that most people, including actors, never get to in their entire life. And then you wonder why, like, the, you you have these opportunities and you're like ready. It's like no 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 no. Like I don't know why. No, like I know why those people mm. were like you're so incredibly talented and you were sitting over here having imposter syndrome because you were already that. That's just what I say. I digress. I, re I receive all of that. I'll take. All yes. Of that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And a day we know that you are going to do amazing things. We know that you haven't even oh, hit. You the cusp of your career. We love you and your beautiful wife, Mandisa. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout out to Shout Mandisa. Out I love you, baby girl. To Mandisa. Okay. Dream, dream gift box. Yes, yeah. look her oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Please look her up. She killed it for our publicist. Yes, yes, yes. The game. Okay, That's awesome, the most man. kindest, sweetest woman that you will ever meet. But Bless you me. are super kind. I just remember when me and Tish oh, met you, and you guys <laughs> embraced us with this hug. I was like, um, both of you are. I could feel, <laughs> and I know you both are dancers, but I even told Tish, I was like, oh my god, I feel like they're like my family. Like they embraced us. Like literally, the hug was like. And then, and then, who do we meet you through? Carl. That already says it all. I'm like, oh, these got it. Oh, y'all here? We got so hard for Carl. Come, bring it in, bring it in. What's up, sis? That that it, it was already family. I'm like, oh, this Carl. Carl, no, Carl's not gonna bring me around. Carl knows me at, at this point. Carl's not gonna bring me around anybody because I'll be like, Carl, I'm gonna catch you later, bro. Good Ooh. seeing you. Holler at me. Wow, you know. So at this moment, I'm like, if Carl's bringing me around someone, they have to be wonderful. And. Uh. He was right. So look, look at where we are today. Yes. Um, we want to know a day what ignites your motivation and how do you stay consistent and persistent in following your dreams? Ooh, wow. I wow. love the reaction to this. <laughs> mm. What ignites it? One is uh, fulfilling the, the dreams of my inner child. The, the little kid that was up late night watching Martin, Jamie Foxx, the Wayne's brothers and going, man, I could do that. Whoa, I want to do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. This kid right now is having an absolute blast. And I love that kid. So I want to make sure that he is fulfilled at all times. So just to know and recognize how much joy acting brings me and knowing that this is a part of my life force. When I get to do this, I get so I get so much in return. It has nothing to do with fame, nothing to do with money. Just the people, my neighbors. Yo, scrap it. Yo, that episode is crazy. When you had the one, oh, I ain't like what he did to your eye boy. Just all of that energy. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Mandy today, we're walking down the street, trying to take a selfie, and this guy goes, hey, y'all want some? Can I take that picture for you guys? I'll take it for you. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And he goes, hey, you look familiar, bro. And I'm like, oh yeah, uh, I'm an actor. He goes, oh, yo, scratch, I was watching your show, yo. And it just became a whole new moment. The guys did like, mm -hmm. oh my God, wow, bro. Great show, man, wow. Such a pleasure meeting you. I'm like, no, it's a pleasure meeting you. He's like, not what? And it just, all, that energy right there, I realized that I can touch the world. I can change the world. I may not be, it may not be in politics or, or mm -hmm. I would like to do it with, through charity, but I know that I can give people 
insight into an authentic experience by mm. watching what I do. Mm. Even with me playing Scrappy, I'm like, yo, this is not, I ain't no gangster. I'm a New York dude that's surviving. Mm. I'm surviving. This is my way of life. This is not to glorify the streets. This is, this is who I got to become to survive this environment. Mm. Come into my world. Mm. So just that opportunity to constantly reinvent myself is always something new. Every script is different. Every role and character challenges me in a different way. And I'm just, I love a challenge. The dancer in me is like, how you do that? Oh, that's crazy. Let me, let me, let me, oh, okay. So wait, you throw your leg up, bring it around. One more time, let me see. I'm, so I want to try to figure it out. That and wanting to change my family's life. I want them to get yeah. the opportunity to see some of the things that I've seen. So I just, I love people. I love making people laugh. I love making them scream. I love provoking emotion. And that comes from dancing too. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna come out. Oh, watch, I'm gonna have this audience eating out the palm of my hand. Watch, y'all ready? Oh, is the audience is dead? I used to love a dead audience. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Y'all not doing that. So we're not about to be on this stage, busting our behinds while y'all sitting there like this. You know, I'm like, oh, no. I would come out on the stage and force them to get up. That's when I was in fail. I'm like, yo, get up, everybody up. Oh, okay. Then I would just throw some crazy out of this world move that will force them to go, oh, and I'm like, yeah, oh, oh, now we're clapping. There we go. I would, that, that right there, knowing that you could change somebody's entire mood and emotion by what you're doing. You can make someone cry. You make them laugh, rewind it. You make them angry. How many shows you're like, come on, close the door, close the damn door. Don't go back to him. Leave him alone, please. Leave. We're sitting there fighting with these movies, and I'm going, that's what I want to do every performance. So to even play yeah. Scrappy on power and to know the role is not that significant. I'm not really in it, in it like that. But I said, yo, every time I'm on that screen, I'm going to light it up. That was my only, I said, I'm going to light the screen up. I don't care. My first, my first line in the show was medium well. I cook a dog. Right? And I come and drop the, the, the dog tag, the dog collar to my boss. And my line is medium well. I've practiced medium well about 40,000 times. I'm like, medium well, medium well, medium well, medium well, medium well, I'm medium well, well done. I'm like, dang, what, what, what am I going to say? And I'm saying it until I found that medium well that I thought was going to translate. And it did. People, episode one, they're like, oh, you the dude that cooked the dog. Like, yeah, I, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. So to know that I could try to make all these small all moments these small something, moments. that's, I have to attribute that to my dance career. Because it's like, yo, you got, you got an eight count. What you gonna do? You can't come out here. You got to come out. Boom, bow, boom, bow. You have to make every second count. So I apply that same ideology. <laughs> I apply the same ideology. Uh, and I, I just love this. Boom, cat, boom, cat, boom, yeah, boom, cat, boom, cat, boom, cat. You know, every black person Shout know that. Boom, boom, cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lorianne. Shout out Lorianne Gibson. <laughs> Nobody, I didn't know nothing about outside of musical theater dance. So she came in, boom, cat. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like, oh, snap, you got to get focused. You got you to gotta pick yeah. that up. It's like, boom, cat. Boom, cat. Okay, that's one, two, three, four. I got it's, it. It's so, it's so crazy. Like, I just, you know, just listening to your journey and even just your motivation, I just feel like it's such a full artist's journey, you know? Like, this is, like, mm -hmm. the type of journey that you really want to hear from artists because it really does 
take a journey, like being part of the process, understanding where you're at in the process, making hard decisions when it comes to your managers. That is the Mm. process, you know? So it's, you know, it's just something that I just wanted to say that, like, this is the artist's life, guys. I just want to put that out there. Like, we're out here. And thank you for telling me that because I need to hear that, you know, because I'm still focused on the grind, you know, blinders on, moving forward. And it's like, wait, 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 you even being able to tell these stories, I'm going, whoa, man, you've gone through a lot. Yeah. You've overcome a lot. Yeah. You've triumphed multiple times. Yeah, that's I'm going, a lot. Wow. And it's only, I got to tell you recently, within this past year, the first time in my career that I feel a sense of peace. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm good, man. I'm not even, I'm not worried about it. My, my new answer to when people ask you, hey, so what's next? It's like, yo, only God has that answer. Mm. Yeah. I'm not even worried about what's next. I'm good right now. Talk about what's current. But we want to thank you guys. Thank you for joining us again on another Thursday. Remember to join us Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific 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 Time, and 7 p.m. Central Time. Thank you. Thank you, Bestie. Thank you to our day for joining us today. you coming on thank you guys for having me and make sure you stay for five minutes we thank you guys let's give you your rightful name just exhilarating i felt like i just got off a roller coaster it's just so so much fun (laughs) (laughs) i'm like like, oh my goodness you guys are like oh gosh edit chop this down get it jeez no we're gonna put this going on just like this (laughs) even this part they're gonna get it raw and uncut Mm -mm. yeah Yes. Yeah. So we want to thank you guys again, and we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Bye.